Well, you're back. And when I say you're back, I mean you're back and I'm back and our friend John Acuff is back because this is another episode of the Dad Edition of Parent Q Live. Guys, I know that these these are, I mean, not even slightly different from our regular episodes, but these have the most laid back style. Um, and so, um, you know, if you're if you're not a fan of that, give us another chance. Just give John and I another chance to interrupt people's conversation when they're in the middle of a great point and tell some random side story. Um, that's just kind of how these things go. And today is no different. Today, um, it is three dads sitting around with microphones in front of them with zero, zero talking points. But the, what I love about the conversation we had today is the talking points exploded because we have a guy whose life is a talking point. He basically uh, is a great leader. He, um, uh, I've learned so much leadership, valuable leadership information from this guy. Uh, and, and to hear someone that is that good at leadership talk about parenting and how difficult it is to parent even in the midst of knowing how to lead a team or organization, this is going to be something that I think you guys are going to enjoy. Today, we have Frank Beeler on the podcast. Frank has his own podcast. Um, what do you know what the name of Frank's podcast is? Suffering leadership, <laughs> discovering leadership. Frank does not do a podcast on how leadership is suffering, but he does do a leadership uh, a podcast on discovering leadership. Frank um, is uh, he's just a good friend of mine and of John's, and I think you guys are going to enjoy um, Frank's viewpoint on parenting and being a dad. He's a dad to four, uh, three biological kids, one adopted kid. Um, and I've adopted a kid. Frank's adopted a kid. John has not adopted a kid. So we school John on some adoption things. It's really fun. We, we talk about raising teenage boys. Goodness gracious. Do we talk about raising teenage boys, locker room talk, all kinds of stuff. So listen, you're all going to uh, have to deal with this in some way, shape or form. Even if you don't have boys, you have daughters who will be around teenage boys. So this is going to be the episode for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy the next interview with Frank Beeler on the Dad Edition of Parent Q Live. Here we go. All right, here we are, Acuff and Beeler. I want to jump in that Frank is drinking what I think is such a disgusting thing. It's one of my favorite drinks on the planet. It tastes horrible. Even before I met Reggie. It's harmless coconut water, which I would argue it's not harmless to the coconut. The coconut is probably like, oh. Never never heard of it. Can you you talk to us, Frank, about how this happened? So harmless coconut water, um, it's sold at Whole Foods and Publix and places like that. And the thing that actually caught my attention was it actually has a note on it that some of them will be pink instead of clear because that's what happens when they extract it. And I think it's... When um, maybe a coconut. I'm not bleeds. saying all coconut water. I just there's it's times coconut blood. Where I've tasted, I've thought of the number of things we can drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> how have we gotten to this level? <laughs> I We're really like, like it. it. Just as like. So you're telling me it came really that co- like it came it. out of the coconut that Yeah, there's yeah. a label that says like it's the so axi- it comes out clear, uh-huh. and then let Once me you stick it in the take, plastic. Pink it's is pure, is oh, what it says. Okay. Coconut water contains varying levels of antioxidants that oh. may uh, that can make it turn pink. The variation is natural, and it's just as delicious as the clear bottles, so we embrace it. Wow. Enjoy. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's Everybody else puts a little chemical in it to make it and, look okay, clear. Those are expensive, aren't they? They are. Um, How much is that so, bottle? So, interesting fact. Um, somebody did a calculation. Oh, like that per gallon? Per ounce. Yeah. This costs more than most common alcohol. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, like bourbon and Is it supposed to, Frank, like do something to you? Is this supposed to do something to you? It gives me superpowers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you not know that? But how much is that bottle? 
This costs five dollars. Oh, <laughs> I want you to know the bottle doesn't have a handle. It's no, not no, gigantic. It doesn't. It is like 12, 16 ounces tops. Yeah, and it and it just has the kind of the regular top on it. It, no. it doesn't flip. Nothing fancy. No, not, not, I don't nothing even know fancy. if it's been to Fiji. I don't, I don't think so. so. I don't they think don't it even has. tell you the island. I want to know the island. I want to track it from island to table. It does say it's fair. It's fair. It's it's a fair uh, trade coconut. It's fair, fair, fair trade coconut. Okay, it's a fair yes. trade coconut. That'll help you. No, no GMOs, no synthetic fertilizers. So Frank. With no transition at all, let's talk about parenting. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, <laughs> would you let your how's your son? I have two fifteen-year-old boys. Two fifteen-year-old boys. Mm-hmm. Would you let your two fifteen-year-old boys go to Whole Foods and spend five of their hard-earned dollars on coconut water? No way. No Absolutely way. not. So you drink out of the tap. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, totally. Like a, that's it. Like a, it's fine if it's a little cloudy. Toughen up. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good for you. It's it is. Minerals. You've you've got. Tell, tell us about the family dynamic. Who, what, what you got living under that roof over there, brother? Yeah, well, it's it feels full, right? So we've got uh, two fifteen-year-olds. One of those uh, is adopted. His name's James. He joined our family a year ago. Uh, what a cool wow. journey! Like met him yeah. just over a year ago, and so that's been fascinating for our family. Um, through the state system, we decided we were open to adoption, so. We just reached out and said, we want to adopt an older kid, which wasn't part of the original plan. Then we got a sixth grader boy yeah. and then a little girl who's 10. Wow. It's fun. Wow. That's a fun mix. It's that, full. That. It's a full house. Like no, no pun intended. Like it's like, I mean, it's very busy and active and the, the obvious question, you know, you know, I, I think that, uh, I'd love to even know because we, I mean, we've had a lot of conversations not, we've actually had some about this, but I mean, adopting an older kid into the into the house, bringing an older teenage boy into a home where another teenage boy lives. I know if it was me when I was fourteen, like there would be, you know, the, you know, some roughing up, some yeah. some, some struggles, some jealousy, some you know. Talk to us about the parenting that went into that. You know, well, I mean, part of, a big part of it's just the decision, right? We wrestled with we didn't want to adopt a younger child. We know that lots of people are are. Uh, maybe they can't have kids on their own, and so they want that. And so those aren't the kids that get stuck in the system. And so somewhere along the way, we felt compelled that it was going to be an older kid. The reason we finalized the decision to adopt was actually um, we had been wrestling with it for a while, and my oldest son said one day in the back of our car, I'd wish our family on anyone. Hmm. And it was just kind of this compelling moment of like, yeah, we, we kind of would too, and, and we knew it would be messy. Uh, but then we met James, and... Uh, he honestly operates like a middle child. He's technically the oldest by about six months, but he fits in right with Isaac, our 11 year old, just developmentally, just kind of his, yeah. what he's been through. And so we have two middle children. He just happens to be the oldest of the <laughs> right. children. Um, so our oldest child actually still kind of maintains that position of hierarchy in our house of yeah. the oldest child and kind of sets the tone for everybody else. The, the old, does that, does that happen in your house, John, the old, younger thing like what the way they're supposed to act like yeah i think they i know. mean i only have two but i think they act the way they're supposed to act um i mean i think you always get into the mix where it's like who's extroverted who's introverted i mean like oldest middle younger does impact but then so many other things do too yeah like yeah. where it can feel like it flips or they you know the punishment for one doesn't work for the other i mean that's as soon as you think you have a kid figured out you have a second kid and realize like no i don't i don't know what i'm doing yeah yeah wow you know I um, ours my our middle child acts like the oldest child, um, and so she she dominates. She roughs houses and kind of dominates the whole crew. Um, and uh, I, I know for me though, you know, sometimes it, it is it's hard for me as a dad, you know, to not um, I don't know about you two, but to not really favor that that dominant dominant kid, yeah. you know, like like the one that is just kind of like 
uh, aggressively like conquering their their life, you know, and that seems to be what my middle child does. Um, and so, you know, I have to I have to be careful. Somebody called me out the other day on Instagram. They're like, hey, um, how's your favorite kid? Someone, a friend of mine asked me that. Wow. And I was like, what? Wait, on a public comment? No, 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 no. They texted me. Oh. They, they took a screen capture and texted me. And the only reason why they did that was because we were, we, 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 we have someone we follow on Instagram that we take screen captures and text each other like, hey, their favorite kid's. Wait, the one, oh no, not the same person we're <laughs> talking about. Person. So Different it came guy. back to me because they were basically calling me out going like, you know, like, I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's like, not that they're counting, which they are, FYI. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's five posts to the last one. You know, it's like, oh man. That's interesting. You know? You do, do you think about that? Do you guys think about that when you, with, with your I might think media? about comments. Like if I'm retweeting, like if I'm, if I'm tweeting something one of them said, or like I once took a photo, they both did the same thing to the room and I took oh, a photo of yeah. one and not the others. And like that I think was like, Oh, well then how come, yeah. you know, like she did a better version of the thing I did, you know? Yeah. And it, that I could see that causing tension. <clears throat> now, we dealt with a little bit with sports cause uh, James, our adopted son, had never played a team sport before, mm-hmm. and it's not super athletic. We got him connected with cross country, okay, and that was yeah. something he was interested in. It's not fun. And so our other boys play football and basketball, two sports that I choose to watch on a regular basis. You, you, don't you haven't watched cross country? People, watched people country. running Run in the woods. far and far in the woods. Yeah, but they, if you get ESPN 18, it's, <laughs> they cover a lot of the I nationals. And then, like, 30 minutes later, they come back out of the woods. And yeah. Like, like oh, I don't know what happened in the yeah. meantime. I mean, if they were fighting stuff, maybe. Yeah, like, if there were animals right. in the woods. and just. I mean, do you think maybe they could do, like, you know, turn across country into some sort of obstacle? Obstacle. They do that. It's called, there's something where they jump Tough over Tough mutter. No, I know, no, but, but there's school, an like, official where oh, you're jumping there, over really? puddles and, like. Oh, oh no. Cool. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean, like, it's like the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's for, like, feet. It's not horses. No, I think that exists. I mean, I don't think it's popular. It's like the bowling yeah. of running, probably. Yeah. Kind of like cross country. Like cross, cross, so anyway, so, so he's in yeah, cross country. Yeah, so it, like it's, it's easy to celebrate, you know, our other son that's 15. He's in his pads. He's got his uniform on. He looks big. You take a picture of that. You, you just, you see him out there. There's, you can take a bajillion pictures. Yeah. I get one somewhat blurry picture of my other son running by and it, it's like oh you feel that pressure of like right. do i get the whole family up early one morning 5 a.m yeah. to drive to a meet to sit for what will be a few hours to see him run for literally maybe two or three minutes it's time to buy the drone yeah. And start piloting that that's, thing that's, above him. I've got to I felt up. a little <laughs> bored hearing you describe that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I, right. I started looking at these markers like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what those colors yeah, are. Yeah, what is this? So wow. The silver one smells different. Like, if yeah, you ever know, does, the silver yeah. Sharpie has a distinct I'm, I'm, smell. There you go. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think that's a challenge. I mean, it depends on the age of the kids. It depends on where they're at emotionally. It depends yeah. on what they're... I think the challenge as a parent is not forcing them to be into something. You know, yeah. I think yeah. parents of kids of all ages make the mistake where the kid expresses an interest and you're like, finally. And so then like for the rest of their life, you give them art presence. Cause like you're an artist and I know what to get you. And so I think that's the challenge is not making like the balance is getting your kid to try something, but not forcing them to continue if yeah. they hate it. Right. Like, and and actually thing. asking them if they hate it because we made that mistake with Losiah. Yeah. Was, wasn't it flag football yes, or something? Yeah, you made he, that he poor kid flag football. He, he loved it. You know, he was, and then, or in a football, and then we were like, oh, we'll put you on flag football. And my son is tiny. So mm-hmm. he gets out there last year, and he's the smallest kid on the team. The team's horrible. They lose every single game. Um, but he has cleats, and I'm, I'm thinking he's loving this thing. I mean, he, 
he's excited. He seems, you know, and then we go back this year, sign him up. Didn't even ask him. You know, he goes this year, he moved up a division. So he's 11, but he's the smallest 11 year old you've ever seen. Yeah, and he's with 13 yeah. year olds. And so there's some 13 year old boys like, that have mustaches and, you know, yeah. and he's out there for two practices and he's really quiet on the way home one day. And I was like, Hey buddy, like kind of quiet. He's like, dad, I just, I don't want to go back. And I was like, oh, you don't like this? He's like, no. And so I was like, well then we're not going back. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard though as a parent to remember that you can actually ask them some of those questions. It's interesting. Cause I, I find, you know, my, my boys, all of them have their passion thing, you know, they're going to be in the NFL or they're going to be playing the NBA or whatever. And they get really excited about it, but they're not, they haven't shown that they're willing to put in the work it takes to get there. Yeah. And then my daughter who dances, which that's a whole nother thing. Uh, <laughs> But as, hey, can you a, as a dancer, that to John and I said, do you have no, don't kids? dance. Aren't they like all weekend long? The meets or so. They? So it's all weekend long it for is. the meets. Oh. And that, it's we have some high commitment. It. Oh, okay. it's, yeah. it's high commitment. And my daughter, it, it's really a challenge for me because like we want to be supportive. She's actually the most talented of our kids at what she's chosen to do. Sure. And she's willing to put the work in. I'm so glad that she's, you, you, you suck at what she's chosen to do in there. Yeah, so, yeah, that's just in case yeah, you she, this is her thing, right? And so um, she loves it. She's choosing to do it, and she's really, really good at it. But it's like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't need this to be her life. But she's all about it. But it's hard because I see her commitment at ten years old. Yeah. And then my boys are talking about what they're going to do, but then <laughs> won't go work out or yeah. See, that's <laughs> the thing. The like, thing. that's an interesting question of like. Telling your kids the truth about ruining their like natural optimism. Right. When a kid is like, I did great. Mm. And you know, like, it's horrible. homie, you did not. Yes. Like, you came in 10th of 11 people. <laughs> right. Like, in the, I think that's an interesting thing because you want them to know the truth. You want them to get better. But you don't want them to get discouraged and go, like, mm. so, I mean, and there's been times I've said, well, like, hey, the reason they did better is they probably run. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and they probably, they probably do exercise. Like, and it's the same <laughs> with me. Like if I haven't earned it, I need to say to them, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do these 10 things. And so I don't get the benefit of doing the 10 things because I didn't do them. Wow. That's great. I think a lot of times we, <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember things differently now of how good I was at soccer or basketball yeah. in the past. And so I found myself like bragging or highlighting all the wins and not processing out loud with my kids where no, I really wasn't that good either. And, and I should have known it or, yeah. or should have done differently if I wanted to really go after it. Mm, good. Yeah. You know, I, um, three of us are sitting here and John, actually in all the conversations we've had with other dads that have come in on the podcast, I don't think we've had, um, I don't think we've had a dad yet that has had a, a teenage boy around the same age as our John and our teenage girls. So John, you've got a tween and a teen, I think yeah. is kind of where you're sitting. I've got two teenagers, 15, 14. You've got a 15 year old mm -hmm. boy. Um, now I have a son who's 11, but we're, we're living in, in teen world now. Like we're, you know, we're, we're stepping yeah. into this, this space and um, you know, you've got a, you've got a son who likes girls mm -hmm. and I think, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't want to throw you know, substance around, but, yeah. but we, we've got daughters. And so like, I'd, I'd love to even ask you, like, how are you, you know, how do you talk to your son about our daughters? Like, and, and kind of what's happening, you know, inside his brain and inside his heart. I, I'd love to know. Yeah. It, it, it's frustrating <laughs> is what it is. It's because it's a place where it doesn't feel like we can talk 
reasonably sometimes. Yeah. So with two 15 year olds, one has been in our house our entire, his entire life. The other one's new. Uh, the conversations are different. Um, they're both willing to have pretty open conversations, which honestly makes me uncomfortable because they're being super open right really? now, which is cool in one way. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out, okay, he just said five dumb things in a row and that I've got to correct. Do I literally sit here and spend the next 20 minutes correcting all that? Or do I pick the one that's the biggest flag of yeah, like yeah. how you treat a girl or, or how you're doing something stupid on Instagram and the way you're interacting, you're really talking to two girls and they don't know it and yeah. they're going to find out. And you know, it's, I think that's probably the hardest thing for me with teenagers right now is both of them are doing multiple things that they need to work on and improve. And my dad hat wants to go in and just go, I'm just going to tackle it all. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to correct it. And we went a few weeks, just a couple months ago where it felt like every night was teachable moment night. And it was starting to become pretty painful for our family because mm. it was sucking the fun and the energy out sure. because it was always correction, 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 even minor things. But I knew those minor things could become big things. Totally. And so I'm worried about that. But at the same time, I've just got to laugh with them and have some space just yeah. to throw a football and have fun. And so I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to figure out like, when do you speak in? When do you give them a little room? When, yeah. when do you chime in? Do you let them kind of figure out some of this out themselves? And I want to think, cause I was a teenage yeah, boy we too. All, all three of us were at some point. <laughs> right, right. I want to think that they will, but I'm also knowing, uh, no, I just kind of fumbled through it and did some really dumb stuff and I don't want them to do the same. Yeah. And I mean, our, I think there's two things. One, it depends on the kid. Like our kids just aren't naturally boy crazy. Like mm. we have, and I don't mean cause we raised them right. Like that's yeah. not, I just think they're not naturally curious about boys where we have other friends whose kids are. And I don't go, wow, I can't believe they did that. It's just, yeah, they're, they're curious about like, wow, that boy likes me. And that makes me feel a certain way. Right. And I think my kids will be that way as they get older. But for right now, like we haven't had to have a lot of like, Hey, the boy don't let a boy kinda, treat you this way. Yeah. Hey, here's the, they're like, we just haven't had to have a ton of that. Not because of parenting, but I, I think the temptation, they're growing up in such a different world where the ability to make a wider far reaching mistake is greater. Like yeah. it just is like they can post something and a hundred of their friends see it. I physically couldn't do that unless I got a billboard in right. the middle right. of my yeah. small city. I couldn't yeah. make that mistake. So right. I could tell one friend something and maybe the rumor mill would go, but it wouldn't go like I texted something and then they screenshotted it and, and posted it on Instagram. Like, so, I mean, same with like, like pornography when we were kids was like, you found an old magazine in the woods right. that had been rained on. It was yep. the size of an accordion because it had dried and swelled that, and you're like, it had earthworms on it. Were, like, were you behind me when I, when this happened? Cause that's yeah, exactly, exactly. What and you're like, Oh, <laughs> a trucker must've <laughs> driven past hey, you. It is the trucker. It's yeah. like, Oh yeah. yeah. So like just the, I think that's the challenging part is like, there's more ways to be hurt, more ways. And it's not that like social media is great. We've done a million podcasts on that, but I think that's, what's tough as a parent is knowing I want them to make some of these mistakes because I can't prevent them. Yeah. Like, I don't like when people go, if you raise your kids right, they'll grow up right. Like, I know too many godly Christian parents oh, sure. who had a kid go off the deep end and had another kid yeah. in the same environment. Like, do really For me well. and Carmen Whitaker. Yeah. Had a kid go off the deep end. Yeah. Right here, you yeah. know? <laughs> so I think that's the challenge. It's like the scale's different. Yeah. Or the scalability. Like, their <clears throat> problems scale in a way that our generation's problems didn't. Absolutely. I will say this, that we had a big change when... Micah, my oldest son, had this huge growth spurt. My oldest biological son had this huge growth spurt. 
and suddenly was interested in football and was massive and decided he was going to play football a year ago. We moved to yeah. a new city and now down here in Atlanta and he joins the football team and he experiences for the first time locker room life. Oh yeah. And it opened up a whole new, I didn't get to phase into that. No. Suddenly I have this 15 year old that's now exposed to all kinds of things that just based on his previous choice of circles, he wasn't exposed yeah. to. Yeah. And so he started to become very casual and get comfortable with things that we weren't comfortable either around the dinner table yeah. or yeah. having conversations huh. at all. And immediately one of the first things he comes and talks to me about is having a, a second Instagram account. Cause you got to have a fake the Finsta, Insta, yeah. the Finsta. Yeah. Finsta. The fake Instagram account. And he said, I don't really need to post anything, but I feel like I'm going to miss out because you only follow somebody's Finstas with your Finsta so people don't get caught. I want to know what they're doing. And I'm uh, like, well, so he's uh, missing stuff they're posting because he doesn't have the doorway. That's exactly right. Because huh. what we're finding is that um, people's you can figure out real quickly when a kid has Finstas because <laughs> their activity on their normal one goes really dormant and is every once yep. in a while just a, a photo of their family at the dinner table yep. Yep. and then uh, they're not posting anything else. And you're like, well, no, they're posting. It's where are they posting? Right. Yeah. And so now he's just constantly exposed to all this stuff that kind of gave birth out of that locker room experience. Yeah. So, but imagine yeah, that's tough. a question you have to ask as a parent. Do you have a like Finstagram account? Yeah. Like I, I would say most parents don't wouldn't know what that is and right. they wouldn't know to ask it. Well, my luckily for me, my, our daughters asked us, Hey, can we have a Finsta account? And I was like, what is, is that a new app? Like, so I like search for the right. Finsta app. I was like, what? Oh no. And so they, you know, well, for them, it's like, oh, this is just a place, you know, cause everything's so curated on my Instagram account and perfect. I want a place where I can just post whatever and be silly. And so, you know, I, as their dad, I'm not allowed to comment on their Finsta. So I'm following them, but they, they don't want yeah. to get embarrassed and mm -hmm. let, you know, you know. But so, Frank, to your point, yeah. the idea, I think it's a good question to say, as my kid transitions, are they in new environments that I'm going to have to know how to speak to? So the locker room's a new environment. Yeah. You know, like as they grow up, there's like them getting a part-time job is a new environment. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't know that we think about the environments as, as much as we probably should, because I wouldn't even thought about that. But yeah. it is. But I mean, like when something is rude or crass, we say, ah, oh, it's locker room. So like, of course right. you have to. Like it's the origin of when somebody says something inappropriate right. and less so now maybe, but like uh -huh. we say, Oh, that's locker room talk. And the idea that you got a kid in the space where that happens. Well, that, it's like, Whoa, because if John were to be like, Oh, locker room talk, I would not think to myself, I would want my 15 year old yeah. experiencing that, but, it, but they do all over the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that's one thing that cut us off guard was our, our 10 year old daughter uh, who dances, as I mentioned, yeah. uh, she, is, is dancing really well. And so she's, what I would say is playing up, right? So she's playing up a division. Gotcha. Her team that she dances for is 11 to 14 year olds. And so this year, moving to a new city, new friends, all the other things going on, it wasn't a locker room, but it took us a little oh, while yeah. to realize that suddenly she's sitting around with these teenage girls that she would normally have no reason to sit around Absolutely. overhearing conversations yeah. And so she's coming home processing those and trying to figure it out. But I think you're right. Those transitions, what's changed about uh, our kids' environments or the spaces they're in that, that is really going to shape what yeah. they're thinking or what they're hearing that may be different than a year ago or a month ago. It's, it's a big change. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, uh, what's the last movie you guys saw with your kids? Uh, Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji. That was yeah. funny. It was hilarious. That was 
Like Jack Black was great. Yeah, it was very funny. (laughs) I I actually took my sixth grader to it, which made it even more funny. My sixth grade boy just to laugh at what he chose to laugh at. I love The Rock, except Rampage should not be a movie. I agree. No. Remember the video oh, game I, Rampage? I know. We would go and like, and and all he, it did was smash buildings. Smash buildings. Yeah. And it's a movie. And I know. Like the wolf flies. It's the worst Have you seen that idea. the wolf is flying? Yes. Too? This is horrible. Yeah. I, the whole preview of it is I was it's ridiculous. Because, no, do they even? Are they even saying it's a video game? Like, is no. it? Even, it's just Rampage because it's like no. The military was testing animals and they genetically grew a wolf. A, Alligator, alligator and a gorilla. Hey, even saying that, you're like, you wouldn't be like, I think that should be two hours long. That <laughs> sentence you just said should be two hours long. Yeah, if if you have a high cringe factor watching the trailer, you're in yeah. for a bad movie. Yeah, no. and Jumanji was sure. Jumanji was great. Kids. I saw yeah. the Star Wars with my kids. Yeah, um, Christmas saw, is when we do that. Like yeah. that's the time yeah, yeah. of year where it's like. Go see movies. Yep. Everybody's seen uh, the Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't either. Uh, really? Yeah, we I actually mean. took a whole team of leaders at Orange, a hundred leaders, uh, to go see it the other night. It's weird. What? I was in town and he, I was staying at a hotel by that theater. And hey, you even know? No text. I'm pretty sure my phone was on. Like that's why I asked, where was that movie? Which one did you guys go to? And you're like, oh, the one at the Avenue. I was like, oh. By I did the start seeing a whole bunch Marriott. of people. A bunch of my friends went and saw yeah. that movie. Oh, last Mike Foster's that. Like, oh, Mike's here. Frank's here. Oh, all these. Interesting. Oh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Um, but I don't like singing in movies, so. I'm just not a. It's still really good. Yeah, I don't like seeing movies, but I did like. Um, what was the last musical that I saw? It, what, what's the, no, no, Cats. I hated that one. No, no. Oh, La La, 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 La Land. Yeah, I, I, I liked I, it. I, I dug it. Yeah, that was that was, that was, was cool. cool. It's different. Mm. I um didn't like it. I didn't see it. Yeah, I got it. They dance around. So, so wait a second. You've judged out two movies without seeing them. Yeah, and they're very similar. Okay, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to recommend that that you, get, if you haven't done this yet with your kids, I have, I introduced my my daughter Sienna. She's the only one that cares about movies, kind of like I like to the whole Planet of the Apes series, mm. which is just incredible. Just the what the storyline behind it. But we watched the three movies that were made in the 2011, 14, and 17, the last three nights, um, and so uh, last night. My oldest daughter came walking in. She hadn't watched any of them with us. And it was the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh, when uh, when Caesar dies. Mm-hmm. And Sehana is, my fortune was just, I mean, weeping. I'm, I'm, I'm talking gnashing of teeth. Like, she is just like, and Sohela walks in and is like, what is happening? There's a, m- a dead monkey on the like, screen. Who cares and, about a monkey? Yeah, and you were like dying. But it, oh, man, it was, uh, that. so that was the last kind of. But last So that's that a saw. question. So. Like, when do you let your kids see a PG-13 movie? Mm. When do you let them see an R movie? Oh, that is good. Like, because I would say, like, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'd say honestly, like, because The Matrix was, Matrix was R, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, like, my question. oldest daughter saw The Matrix. Um, yep. We watched um, Die Hard. Like, yeah. And I would say, like, what's interesting, mm. I, I think, and there's all these studies about boys using swears versus girls. Right. Like, little boys will tell you a billion poop jokes. Yep. Or they'll call you, like, potty head girls like just they don't like they don't react to it they don't care about it. it's a different sense of humor so like movies where i know it's because something violent not graphic but something violent or it's profanity i'm like hey don't say that yes, word you know I, that word's bad but so like when would you let your kid yeah that that I, I think that that probably for me is where we lean in we i don't even think we look at the ratings like i i know that that you look at the content i look at the con i i, I watch the movie like if i've watched the movie and I, and I think it's okay, then, you know, then they can watch it. So they, I mean, just like 
two nights ago we watched um it sounds like we this is all we do is watch movies i just want to yeah. let, let you guys know a that's lot not true. of movies the, so i guess it was you know there was a lot of movies the last couple of days <laughs> aunt and uncle were in town late nights just listen but we watched the 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 foreigner with uh um, yeah, I wanted with, to see that Jackie with, Chan. With Jackie Chan. Yeah, right? it looked rated, amazing. Ra- rated R. Yeah, I read the book. Even my 11-year-old watched it. Yeah. Okay, so my, my 11-year-old watched it. Was there stuff um, you had to fast forward? That there, was, there was, hey, turn away yep. two times. Yep. You, I don't want you to see this. Um, but the rest of it, it was just an incredible movie. And, yeah. and we watched it as a family, you know, yeah. and it was. But again, we, our kids live in this Netflix culture where, you know, I try as hard as I can to know what they're, you know, what they're watching and to have them ask. But at the end of the day, like, you know, they're, we have to find out, oh, you know, you're watching, she started watching Grey's Anatomy. Like yeah. all her friends are watching Grey's Anatomy. And I didn't even think twice about it. And Heather was like, oh, no, you can't watch Grey's Anatomy. That's all about just people hooking up, yeah. you know? And so. But so the that. office, like I, my oldest daughter loves the office, which is hilarious because she's never worked in an office right. or had a job. Yeah. So, but there are some like. And the 99% of the episodes are fine, but every now and then you have to be like, hey, yeah. like this is the relationship they're talking about, the thing that Dwight did, whatever. Like, yeah. there's, But I would say it's interesting to think about watching stuff together because they care. Like my kids mm-hmm. love Flash and have had me watch the Flash show. Yes. And it's not like there's parts I like. There's part like if you've seen it, I'll tell you every episode. Flash discovers a secret. He lies about it. It hurts people. He tells everybody, and then they kill a bad guy at the end. And that's and then they and he's like, I'll never lie again. And then the next episode, like he finds out something. He lies to keep people safe, keep the ones he loves yes. safe. Ooh. And so, <laughs> but when I'm out of town, like I'll try to watch one. So when I come home, I can be you like, can dude, that Groot episode was terrible, or it was amazing. So I think it is Netflix becomes an interesting connection point because yeah. it's their world. It is. It is. I saw on Netflix, you know, it shows you your recently watched movies. Yeah. We've actually had some conversations where the kids oh, yeah. have said, wait, you watched this whole series, yeah. but I can't watch it. Right. Or what oh, was that sure. about? Or can I watch it now? Because they see the feed. Absolutely. Come through. But yeah. see, my kids are on their own, like who's watching. They say, yeah. you know, my kid's name. Yep. Um, so we haven't, we haven't had that. But I think, yeah, Netflix doesn't check. Like if right. they said who's watching, they could pick me. Absolutely. And then right. watch. There's stuff on there I wouldn't want them to watch. I'm yeah. so, we're still on my parents' Netflix yeah. account. Thank yeah. God. But see, I think I would argue that when you watch something like The Foreigner, what we've had to learn is if you have a friend over, uh-huh. like they don't get to watch it too. Like, because right. like sometimes our kids will go, like, we'll say, What are you watching? They'll say, Oh, we're watching Turner and Hooch. And we're like, Well, we watched it and it was not bad, but it's still PG 13. I'm not going to assume yes. the parent of this 12 year old is okay with, like, or Guardians of the Galaxy too. Right. Like, we thought it was hilarious. We didn't think it was graphic or whatever, but I can't assume that for another parent. So I think that's fascinating. It, it is. How about This Is Us? Do you guys watch that as a family? No, it's just I'm always crying. It, it's it's that's what I. So you're you're the Flash. Is This Is Us for my my girls? Yeah. Like like we, when I'm traveling or whatever, like I'll watch that and. That is the most depressing show on the. I've on never the, seen on the every episode, yeah. dude. It's so, never like, seen it. I don't understand how people want to watch that right. because it's so freaking. That's what sad. I heard. I was like, I don't know if I want this. For my <laughs> it's life. too real. It's yeah. too real. <laughs> it's too honest. Yeah. I mean, gosh. just cry for free without waste. <laughs> like, it's a great show. Don't get me wrong. It gets hard to deal with kids. So if the if you're worried about kids coming over and not influencing them the wrong way or, or filtering what their parents wouldn't filter. The opposite is true, right? We have kids oh, all sure. of the time that come over and they're like, well, I get to watch this. Why don't we watch this? You'll love this show. And it's a show that 
we haven't been comfortable letting our kids watch. And that's always awkward when you're handling it in the moment in front of the other kid, right? That gets really, really Well, we, we tell, like, one of our rules is we don't do parenting in front of other kids. So, like, if they ask, hey, can can you know sarah sleep over and oh. they ask in front of oh. sarah it's oh, an auto no yeah. it's yes. an automatic Dude, no yep. come on same thing that's the same worst thing. yeah because then it's like your options are yes she gets to or i'm a monster you right. know like oh oh you broke the rule yeah. guess what so sorry it's sarah no. it's no because because your friend that's a no that's <laughs> so that's there's little no. things like that you figure out as a parent yeah that's, that's good. good that's good well frank thanks for hanging out with this us on what what have we decided to call this john uh, coconut water and coconut, Frank. Coconut water. Coconut Frank, water Frank, Frank makes strong. bad decisions. <laughs> now there is, there's one like there's a the guy that uh, is married to the woman who started Spanx. They're in Atlanta. Yes. His name's Jesse. Like he has a coconut water company. I forget which oh, one, really? but I remember being like, oh, I like that one. It's uh, probably this one. It's probably this one. Yeah. Mad. There we go. But I think he's. I hope so. He invested so, and like so he balled out on coconut water. He did. Like, that it's like it was like the. The, the fruit Bitcoin. Spanx and yeah. coconut water. Well, she's well, a billionaire. Spanx made her a billionaire. Yeah. Dude. Really? It's amazing. I mean, wow. pain point. Yeah, Spanx. Exactly. Let's she go. Figured, she figured it out. <laughs> figured yeah. it out. Thanks well, for hanging, Frank. Thanks for hanging, Frank, this on the Harmless fun. Coconut Water Podcast. We'll talk to you guys soon. There you have, what did I say? Well, I, you know, at some points in that conversation, I just felt like Frank and John were just ignoring me. I'd ask a question and John would just ignore it and ask another question. Guys, my feelings were hurt, but nonetheless, it's okay. We, we came out on the other side. I know there was so much great information um, on that. You know, for, for me, honestly, I don't, I have two teenage girls and I don't, you know, I don't have a teenage boy in the house yet. I have one coming, but um, it was so good for me to hear um, just Frank's point of view. Um, because all I see around my daughters are these teenage boys that I'm not friends with their dads. So it was, it's good to have Frank in my life and Frank can be that guy for you guys as well. Rewind. I don't know if you actually rewind a podcast, but go back, listen to this, take notes because there were all kinds of incredible nuggets, um, in this interview. It was, it was a really great conversation. So listen, we're gonna have a recap of this episode over in the show notes at theparentq.org. Just head over to theparentq.org. We are going to have this. Uh, if you're listening to this right away at the at the top of the blog, it'll be the, the latest post. If not, search for it. You guys can find it. Uh, and as always, guys, thanks so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. I love listening to um, conversations that you guys are having with each other about this. I love seeing you guys have conversations on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, wherever it may be. Um, continue these conversations. And if you know any parents that would benefit from, or any human that would benefit from this conversation, go ahead and forward them, share this podcast with them. And if you like the podcast, um, please go over to iTunes and rate five stars. And, um, you know, five stars if you really like the, my point of view. Um, and if John was kind of getting on your nerves like it was me just a little bit, still give it five stars, but maybe you can leave a, a note at the bottom saying that John Acuff guy, um, less of him and more of Carlos, just over and over as much as possible. I'm just kidding. Don't say that. Um, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And guys, that's it. Carlos Enrique Wittiger Guzman, Archibald Cabello. For all my friends at the Parent Q, signing off saying we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.